You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 210. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a fiduciary, a fee-only certified financial planner, an educator, a wealth advisor, and today's episode is what is driving the recent stock market gains. But before we get to the topic of the day, first, I just want to thank everyone for taking 20, 30 minutes out of their day and listening to the Best in Wealth podcast. It means the world to me. And second, what question do you suppose, as a financial advisor, I am asked the most? Not only from clients, but from friends and acquaintances and relatives and everyone in between. What question do you suppose that is? Well, it's what do you think the stock market is going to do? When will we be out of this funk? When will we be out of this horrible 2022 downturn? When are things going to turn around? Well, that's exactly the question I'm going to answer today. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right. What is going on with these recent stock market gains? Well, as many of you know, if you're a longtime listener of the Best in Wealth podcast, my company, Fortress Planning Group, or our company, we brought on a new partner in March and so excited to have Brian Kahn on board. He is a certified financial analyst and a certified public accountant. He is a partner and investment advisor at Fortress Planning Group. And Brian loves to dig into the weeds. And he wrote a piece just yesterday that I'm going to share with you about where the stock market is headed or what's up with the recent stock market gains. But before I get into this, Brian and myself, my other partner, Kevin, we do not have a crystal ball. In fact, nobody has a crystal ball. Nobody knows exactly what's happening next with the stock market or with the economy. The economy is such a big, huge barge and thousands of things affect the economy. Some things more than others. But then there's things that are going to affect the economy that we don't even know about right now. So anyone who tells you with 100% positivity where the stock market is headed next, well, I want you to run from them as quickly as possible. You know, the news media loves to tell you where the stock market is headed next. And most of the time, it's not good news, especially this year. 
because the news is made up of bad news, because the goal of the news is to stir up your emotions so you keep watching. So the reason I wanted to share with you the piece that Brian wrote, even though he does not have a crystal ball either, is because it is a message of hope. And I love that word, hope. If I could rest my whole life on one word, it would be hope. Those of us with very little hope generally are not as happy as those of us with a lot of hope. So I love hope. And this article or this piece that Brian wrote is about hope. And it is filled with reasons to have hope. And in this piece, specifically, about what's going on with these recent stock market gains. So unless you've been under a rock and because you're listening to a financial podcast, you know that the financial markets have been busy with a significant rally since the horrible September, early October, and quite frankly, most of the year. So Brian shared with us what's going on since the fourth quarter. And quarter to date, quarter to date, meaning October and November, because this piece was written on December 1st. And today, as I'm recording this podcast, it's December 2nd. But quarter to date, the S&P 500, so October and November of this year, up over 14%. The MSCI index, which is foreign stocks, up over 15%. Now, these are just indices, not actual investments that you can invest in. And finally, the aggregated bond index, who's had a horrible year, up 2.33% quarter to date. So what in the heck is driving these recent gains? Well, Brian talks about a number of things because many will argue that this is nothing more than another bear market rally. And a bear market rally is basically a tease. It's when you're in the middle of a bear market and we have a really solid month and then we see the stock market drop again. We witnessed that in the first month of the third quarter. Stocks were doing great and then they fell on their face. And it's certainly possible that what's been going on in October and November is nothing more than a bear market rally. But Brian believes that this rally is justified. And the biggest reason is this improved outlook on inflation. And he says within his piece that this is the single biggest driving force to the 2022 decline in the financial markets, the Fed's response to inflation. And like I said before, there's a ton of factors that are driving this economy, this stock market. We had our midterm elections. Those are over with now. We have a war in Russia and thousands of other things. But heading into the fourth quarter of 2022, Brian notes that the general consensus among investors was the following. That inflation is sticky and will remain elevated and could take years to fall to the Fed's target, which incidentally is 2% per year. Others say the Fed will not slow rates until inflation nears that Fed target of 2% or until something breaks like the economy. 
and others say that the U.S. economy is tipping into a recession. Hey, you start summing all this up, and the takeaway is that investors are extremely bearish and see no reasons for stocks to sustain any meaningful recovery until after we have a recession. But here's the thing. What if these people are wrong? What if their views start to change? And although I love the word hope, previous rally attempts, Brian notes, have been largely based on hope. Hope that inflation might eventually fall or hope that the Fed might pause their rate hiking agenda and back off all of their tough talk and the three quarters of a percent interest rate each time they do so. But Brian loves to dig into the weeds and he looked up a bunch of data and the data is now pointing to something actually tangible that we can tie our hope to. And he notes, inflation is already breaking to the downside and is now being reflected in the hard data. The October CPI print showed, slowed, I should say, to a 3 to 4% annualized inflation rate. And the November print is expected, not guaranteed, to be similar. Also, the Fed has publicly acknowledged the softening inflation data, which could be sufficient for the Fed to slow down the pace of rate hikes. December 2022 could very well be the last hike, which is expected to be a half a percent. Also, the labor market has slowed considerably, but without a big rise in unemployment. And the Fed watches the labor market closely. I do need to note that labor market numbers did come out this morning before the podcast and the futures of the stock market were down because we were showing over 200,000 jobs added last month. There's more though. The U.S. economy has been incredibly resilient as consumer spending remains robust and corporations have been able to absorb all of these rising costs without much demand destruction or a major hit to earnings. But we should note, so far, something drastic could happen, but so far, these corporations are hanging on. Brian finally notes that long-term interest rates have fallen dramatically in just the past month, which is supportive of stocks, especially technology stocks. So in just the last two months, The data driving the previous consensus views has significantly improved. But guess what? Investors are still extremely bearish. And this is shown with investor sentiment surveys, fund flow data, and fund manager surveys. And Brian notes in his piece that the Bank of America survey shows that the risk appetite is the lowest it has ever been. Yeah, that's right, that it's ever been. But you know what? None of it's surprising because just like I've talked about in many past podcasts, that recency bias is real. Recency bias is when we can't look past our recent past. 
that all we can do is see what's going on right now. And that keeps investors scared. But if inflation outlook continues to improve and the Fed slows their rate hike agenda, the pessimistic views will start to change. In fact, it appears that this is already starting to happen. And just think, if these fund managers invest more of their cash, if individual investors invest more of their cash, there's a lot of money that could flow into the market as investors become less bearish. And that would add a ton of fuel to this already existing rally. Listen, Brian notes that most of 22 has been a cascade of ever more troubling developments from surging inflation to the Russia war, to the Fed going all out, China issues, all kinds of stuff. Oh, the crypto markets imploding which has pushed interest rates higher, panic policymakers, and punished stocks and bonds all around the globe. But still, the markets have found some sort of footing that may not be a bear market rally and have risen substantially since early October, or more specifically, since October 13th, which was the day of the first CPI inflation release to show a slowdown in the pace of inflation. And hey, Brian's not ready to give the all clear signal, but we do believe there is reason for optimism. So there you have it. Brian's peace on the markets. Certified financial analyst, partner of Fortress Planning Group, Brian Cahan's positive outlook potentially on what could happen moving forward. But what do we do with all this information? All of it is is what we believe or what our opinion might happen, but our investment philosophy never changes. We stick to our course. We build our investment policy statement and we stick with it. We build a portfolio that's good uh, in the great times and it's good in the bad times. It's built for all of those times. Because we don't specifically know if this is a bear market rally or if we're headed for a long bull market. We don't know. But here's one thing you might want to consider and what you should have been considering when the market was down. When the market's down, it's a great time to invest. When the market is down, you're buying companies at a valuation that's lower than it was, let's say, December of last year. So our expected return then goes up. That's why investing when the market is down is usually a smart idea. And that doesn't mean if you invest now that the market might not go down another 20%. It could, but it's still down almost 15% from December. We need to remember that. And we're on a long-term journey. We're on a long-term journey if we're 20 years old, 40 years old, or 60 years old. Because you 60-year-olds might be living another 30 years, and that gives us a long-term horizon for your investments. If you have questions at all, reach out to me at scott at fortressplanninggroup.com. If you don't have an investment policy statement, if you have questions, if you're looking to build 
your financial freedom, certainly reach out to us so we can help. But for now, stay disciplined and we will see you all soon. We'll see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, everyone. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance with compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best of Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.